everybody. Welcome back to the Storytellers Podcast. I am your host, Marsha Hoffines, and I am graced once again with my dear friend and the most amazing human being in the whole wide world, Colleen Clement, or Colleen Clementine as I call her. And we are wrapping up our three-part series, and Colleen's series has, like, her teachings and her her way of sharing is always so, like, I don't even think that we realize it until we get to the end, but there's so much connection. So if you've listened to the previous two, you know, we started off talking about like both and right dualities and how this can exist with this and it doesn't have to be separate. And then we like moved into talking about like the somatic wisdom in the body and like really dropping in. And today we're going to wrap it up talking about this big idea of transitions and um, the path for Colleen to this moment where she finds herself in a transition and um, a reflection point. So you guys know the drill, go ahead and grab your coffee, your tea, your water, plug in your AirPods, and we will get started. Well, hello, Colleen. Hello, hello, Miss Marsha. Colleen and I are um, podcasting at a really fun time. I realize this. Mercury's retrograde. We're <laughs> full moon and lunar eclipses are happening. And here, her and I are both <laughs> struggling in the in the uh, energy perspective today. Yes, I am feeling that, but no other place I'd rather be than here with you. <laughs> I know. You know, it's funny because I sometimes... Um, uh, play around with this like idea of like do it anyway and these are things that I will do anyway regardless of like how I feel unless I 100% am like oh my god there's no way I can have a coherent conversation with someone today but um, <laughs> these types of things actually give me energy so I'm excited to be doing this even in the communication chaos that is this time that we are in right now yes yeah <laughs> yes, yes I agree so, ma'am, tell me what's on your mind. Well, there's a lot, but I think specifically for our time today, um, really diving into this idea of transitions, right? Mm -hmm. And that could be life transitions. It could be transitions kind of in on a macro level and a micro, like all of these transitions that are happening in our life, right? And finding that beginning, the middle, the end, that in-between mm -hmm. space um, has been really on my mind because it is really uh, how I approach transitions has really changed and evolved um, mm -hmm. in a really different way. So I'm excited to dive into that a little bit more. So, you know, you just said the thing and I think you know where I'm going to go with this. So I just kicked off teacher training on... <laughs> God, she's like, oh, I know. I just kicked off teacher training on uh, Monday night, and um, we always do a celebration around the beginning, the middle, and the end on that first night together, right? The the A, which represents the beginning, the U, which is the middle, it's the fire, it's the hard part, and the M, which is an end, but it's actually really a new beginning, and they're always coexisting. Yeah. Yes, always. Always. And it's not always that linear path, right? It's, they can kind of be over here and there and there, but it's, it's really amazing to see how they all flow. And 
they're all a really important part of the process because they're all connected. They're, they may appear separate, right? But it's all connected and it's just this continuous cycle that we're going through. Yeah. I, um, this continuous cycle that we're always going through. And and I had a thought as you were speaking about how we spend most of our life in quote unquote, the middle, right? The beginning yeah. and the end are actually shorter durations than the middle of our life. Yet we're always having these fluctuations of transitions in life. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes planned, sometimes unplanned. And the our ability to find like what I I keep thinking of a slack line I've never done slack lining before but for some reason I keep thinking about a slack line and there's like that give and that like wavering and that like the balancing and the focus that you have to have during it like not to be so rigid but to be kind of like I'm sitting here like moving my hand like a snake in front of Colleen, but like that, like, like wavy, right? Yes. Yeah. It's moving. And if you think of like, okay, say you're on a slack line, say it's, you know, on two trees and you start from one tree, like that solid foundation from Mm -hmm. point A, you start there, you get on, and then you start to walk out to the middle and it's like wobbly and you're swaying and shifting and are you going to fall? Do you need to hold the, you know, that extra um, slack line above you? And it's like that place. It's like, it can feel like no man's land. It's like, where am I? What am I doing? But when we can like anchor back into like, okay, where we've come from in that Mm -hmm. middle point and keep our eyes steady and focused in the moment, but also like knowing that we're moving forward. It's like those beautiful things kind of mesh together. Yeah. Um, So you wanted to talk about transitions today. Yes. And we've just kind of started to just meander our way through the conversation. Um, but tell us a little bit more about this process of being aware of your newfound approach to transition. Yeah. So if I could reflect back on kind of like, looking like years ago and like how I would move through this I look at these moments of transition and I I think the one word that really comes up for me is resistance Mm -hmm. because you know growing up well into my adulthood like you know you know just until like recently almost I really wanted certainty I've wanted this feeling of having some sort of control right? Don't we all, we want to kind of have some sort of control in in things or know what the outcome will be or having that certainty, something that we feel like we can anchor into. So when we go from this point A, and then we're in this middle place, and we're not quite yet to that, you know, where we're heading, it can feel really um, how it felt for me before felt very unsettling, very unknowing. I, I, it was hard for me to find my feet. And I, felt um, really like anxious in that space, Mm -hmm. in that middle space, um, not knowing which way to go. Cause it's like, once you're in that middle space, that transition, it's like, you've gone too far of where, you know, it almost feels like you're too far from where you've come and you're not quite over here to where you're going. So you're just here. Mm -hmm. 
And that was very unsettling for me. That was really hard for me. Um, and I, I just kind of went through it and I could say that I was not present. I was like, well, I'm, I'm past this. I'm still kind of holding on to this past thing, right. Where I've come from. Like, I really want to go back there, but I, I know that I need to move forward, but I really want to go back there. So it was like that I was tethered to this. Yeah. And then also I was like, I just want to get here. Yeah. So it's like, I was in this tug of war of like, can I go back? I just want to go forward. But then what about this beautiful middle space? Yeah, it's the middle is the present. Yes. This absolutely. is all we know, right? And you, you um, gosh, that's been a conversation I've been having a lot um, lately with a variety of people in my life about being present. So maybe that's another conversation for another day. But one of the things that you you said to me, and I just kind of had to give myself a little chuckle, um, was you're like, oh, I just wanted certainty, right? And I and everybody does, everybody wants that. <laughs> but do you remember when we were at Tony Robbins together and we had to go through and evaluate um, the basic human needs, <laughs> that exercise? And I thought I was the shit. I was like, I'm sure I just did all of this in the correct order. And a then plus. he started A plus, <laughs> like, and it really, it really wasn't about that. But that was to me, that's like, you know, that, that was important at the time that I felt like I was like an A plus two. Not that he was going to come and grade us. There right. was 12,000 people in this room with him. So anyway, and then he started giving his whole talk on what each one of them really, really meant. And I was like, oh, yeah, I failed. Because <laughs> I was holding on to that safety and that certainty so much as a priority number one that I was missing out on the growth and on the contribution and on the connection and on the love, right? And Absolutely. it's it's these um when you have this awareness that these things that we're holding on to are actually preventing us from um the experience. Mm -hmm. of what's happening in front of us. Oh God. And that's a hard mindset change, right? Like that is yeah. oof, like, it's you hard. And I, it's deep. It's it, deep because it's like that fear of letting go. Even if what we're holding on to, maybe deep down, we know it may not serve us or be right for what we need or whatever you want to say. It's still so hard because like, what is on the other side of that? Yeah, you know, this is this may seem disconnected, but I think it's totally relevant because I think the reason we hold on to this past certainty, right, is something that someone texted me this morning about this men's group that he's getting in and how we show up right now and the way we're processing everything having a lot to do with our childhood adaptations, right? And yeah. what was going, what, what we were taught about safety and security and holding on and resistance. And what brought me to that was you used the word resistance. And I remember um, watching my dad resist opportunity after opportunity that was presented to him. And in that resistance, like it literally threw our family into like turmoil. Like, I don't know what our life would have looked like had my dad taken that job that would have moved us to Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I don't know what would have happened had my dad taken that job had we moved to Nashville, Tennessee, right? All these things that are just the unknown, but I know what watching him 
resist things looked like and it was something that he was holding on to as truth to keep him certain and safe even if it meant it threw at the whole our whole world into yeah kind of a cyclone right yeah it's like that certainty felt safer even though it caused a lot of pain you know like that resistance it's like you know you're on a river and it's like it's flowing this way and meandering through and it's like you don't know what's down the river so you're just gonna walk up against the current because it's like well I can kind of see where I'm going and I'm you know yeah it's like kind of almost like fighting against the flow that's right it's um it's interesting I think there is for me at least you know and just looking how I've moved through different transitions there's it was always riddled with fear and anxiety Hmm. and not knowing or just wondering. Um, And then as things started to shift and I would say that it's, you know, quite present, like that I've started feeling this shift in how I see transitions, like literally right now in my life as we're moving um, across many States and it's, coming from that place of like, it's all connected, right? Mm -hmm. So if you say, if we wanted to say just for just to kind of paint the picture, we have like, you have point A and point B and then the in-between, right? Obviously it's just a continuous path. It doesn't just stop there, but yeah, the point A, so I'll just, you know, bring it to like, personally, I'm going through, we have Colorado and then there's like that transition and preparing, getting ready for our new life in Virginia. That, that could be the point B, you know, just for the sake of purposes here. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that in-between stage. It's like all of the things that I've learned here in Colorado, all of the people that I've met, the experiences, the community, that's still going to be with me. It's mm-hmm. still a part of me as I move into this kind of middle space. I've really um, been able to connect to this middle space with this sense of like honoring, like honoring kind of where we're coming from and what we've learned in Colorado to this moment and and moving through that. And then also saying, Oh, we've been like really calling in different things in our life. And it's really starting to show up as we make this move. So it's like that rather than a, um, duh, 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 duh kind of path. It's like this flow and, and rhythm. And there are times where the fear pops up, obviously like moments where I'm like, Oh my gosh, is this the right, you know, like, and you know, our brain does what the brain does. It's like, okay, remember we need safety. We need safety. And then I go back through, it's like when the fear pops up, I'm like, come back to my heart, come back to all of those kind of feelings of like alignment and, and trust. Trust mm-hmm. has been probably the biggest part of this too. So. Oh, so many things just came um, to my mind, listening to you share all that. And I think really there's two things that are popping into my head, right? Um, Choice Mm -hmm. and no, we always take wrong turns and side streets and roundabouts on our path. They aren't, it's not like just a straight up and down or straight across the board. Like there's never... And each choice turns you in a different direction, but each choice is literally preparing you for the next thing 
even when the landscape is seemingly desolate and feels lonely and scary and WTF, like what the fuck is happening? Right. Like, yeah. Um, when I listen to you talk about, you know, we got here in Colorado, like everything, all this, like, and I know this is like, I really, I'm kind of sick of myself with some of the like little metaphors and stuff that the seeds that you've been planting have been leading you to where you are going. <laughs> Just, I know, I'm sorry. I'm making fun of myself. I love right it, now. but it's good. true, right? Yeah. You put it out there and, you know, I'm not going to disclose on this podcast where you're moving to, but somewhere in Virginia and Virginia is a big state. <laughs> sorry I'm cracking up laughing at myself um Colleen listen this is why I'm a I'm a great secret keeper I don't <laughs> tell people things that aren't mine to tell I, so I'm not I know I love so, that I know <laughs> it's <laughs> and people on the podcast are like what is wrong with her right now guys Listen, if you were just sitting here having a conversation with us, this would be happening. So, and that's how we want you to feel is yes. that you're just sitting here having a conversation with us and Marsha's going on. I told you full yeah. moon fever, Mercury <laughs> retrograde. I can't help it. I'm like I'm Virgo. Go like, get your popcorn or whatever snack you like. Go. <laughs> All right. I'll get back on track because it, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We... Karma is choice. And I, and I will just say that I actually, okay, so here's, I'm going to just kind of sneak peek a podcast that's going to be coming out um, after the release of all these three that we've just done together, where, you know, a woman who I interview, her name is Dawn, and she very much details this path that she chose for herself. And it was destructive. And it was uh, it was destructive. And she is like, she chose those things, like every single one of them, she chose to continue on this path, even though she had started doing all these other great things. She chose it, she chose it, she chose it. And she's like, you know, and I wouldn't change a thing because it got me to here, right? Yeah. And I think oftentimes, I know this is a hard conversation to have, and I think that's why I keep like, kind of pulling back a little bit because we don't, there are some things in our lives that I, I think are circumstantial and are out of our control. And we do not right. choose. We 100% do not. Absolutely. However, what we get to choose is how we move through them. And if in the spirit of this conversation around transitions is I know for myself, and I've talked about it a couple of times and I'll talk about it again, like the past three years with my health have sucked balls. Is that not even appropriate to say, but I'm saying it right now. And I, I can identify that and I can say that. And I have learned so much about the body, not just my body, everyone's bodies. Like what, and what I know is we know nothing about each other's bodies. Yeah. I, it has changed my perspective on um, everything spiritual in the world. It has changed my perspective on everything, yoga in the world, coaching mindset, all of it. Because I let myself sit in it. I'm not running to the end. And I, and I, yes, do I have my days where I break down and I'm like, I just want this to be over? Of course, because it's exhausting and it's tiring, just like this transition that you're going through, right? Like there's mm -hmm. this, that middle space between point A and point B can feel long and mm -hmm. you can feel like you're soaking in like a lukewarm bath 
and you're like, you just want to get out, but the water is like heavy on your body and you can't move. Yeah. And I, I only share all this because I didn't choose this. Right. And then I also have the ones where I have chosen them and I have to go, yeah, well, I chose to put myself in this situation. So I've got to sit with it. Right. You got to, you got to get in it and recognize that you can't rush the process. Absolutely. You might miss some really magical connection moments, lessons, deepening on an awareness. Mm -hmm. You might even have like a more clarity on what it you really want it to look like when you get there, whatever, wherever there is for you, who's listening, right? Like, yeah, I really feel like these moments of transition, they're like a bridge, right? Mm -hmm. They're a bridge from, from one place to the other place. And it's continuous, right? It's like a continuous flow of bridges in our life. And it's like, we're walking over the bridge and being there. And it's like, if we're running, or we're just like running from one thing to the other thing. Like, what if we pause, like, say if you're out in nature and you're on a bridge, if you're just like cruising across, like you could miss like beautiful stream beneath you, the trees swaying in the wind or whatever it may be. But we can like see that in life too. It's like, it's like that bridge is like the preparation. It's the allowing ourselves to honor kind of this new phase to be and be present and to like really allow ourselves to unwind and walk to where we're heading. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great way of like summarizing the human journey. Right. <laughs> so if you were to attribute I mean, okay, time, yes. Experience, yes. But what are the things that you think you've done for yourself that have allowed you to come to such a different place with this current transition that you are, you know, I I, I kind of look back and it's like, we've talked about like getting into the body and the somatic wisdom. And we've talked about acceptance of pain and pleasure going hand in hand, right? The both and of things. Yeah. Um, how has that helped you be here where you are now? And how is this changing the dynamic for your family? Hmm. So I think if I were to reflect back on all of that, um, how has all of those things changed? Like how I, how I am and how I'm moving through transitions now in life. And I think it really comes back to all of the things that are a a big part of like my practice, whether it's daily or, or, you know, kind of like my, my habits, if you will, my rituals, Mm -hmm. um, definitely kind of that somatic work, like really, and it's not like, okay, like I spend two hours a day doing like somatic practices and breathing and all of that, like that would be lovely, but (laughs) you know, come on. (laughs) we have family life and you know it's finding that balance but it's really like for me it's bringing an awareness to how I'm feeling in my body so for me like if I'm I tend to get really in my head about things and when I'm feeling that mental pressure I allow myself to stop and pause and imagine like I'm 
drawing and kind of like allowing that energy to like draw down through my body into my feet and then take three deep breaths. Mm -hmm. If I'm starting to feel the anxiousness in my heart, it's like that fluttering for me. Sometimes it's in my heart. Sometimes it's like right in like my abdomen. I notice that feeling and it, it takes practice. It's like kind of really scanning the body. It could be like a certain time each day or like when you notice you're starting to like feel a certain way. That has been huge for me as I like now where I am and moving through these things, like just being more aware of how my body is responding, because that also um, informs kind of how I'm feeling emotionally, you know, where my thoughts are. So that has been huge for me. Mm. And then I kind of adjust, like, what do I feel like I need? Do I need to go out on a walk? Do I need to breathe? move my body? Do I need to go sweat? Like, you know, it, it's, you know, when we start to listen to the body's language, then we mm. can start to um, meet it where it is and offer different things that can help it to come back to that place. Mm, the body's language. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I say a lot when I'm teaching yoga is just have a conversation with your body through your breath right? Mm -hmm. So let your breath and your body kind of be in communication um, yeah. and let the head just kind of get out of the way. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom um, just waiting for us to like learn and understand and experience if we just can get out of our own like worrying for the future to borrow from today or whatever that saying is mm -hmm. right where we're like yeah. i i'm gonna focus too much on like all the what ifs and forget about being right here right now and mm -hmm. you know that's another great conversation because <laughs> i used to you know i find myself in lots of transitions because of the work that i do right like any right. anybody who's in um you know and you do the same type of work right where we're, where are the clients coming from? How are we going to make new connections and things like that? And they come in waves and then there might be a lull. And then all of a sudden, but you, that it is, it's trust. And it's funny because that sounds so simple and it's not, oh Lordy, it is not. And what I can tell all of you and share with all of you is, is maybe a way to close out this conversation. Um, um, not for me to have the final word, but just like is this way for us to like move into the closing part of this is this idea of trust and everything that we've been talking about, Colleen and I, and even I would say this floats over into other conversations that I'm having with some of the other women that I've spoken with. Um, you clear up space and clutter, right? Um don't wait. I, I guess this would be what I would offer. Don't wait for crisis in life before you learn how to do this. Mm -hmm. Learn how to do this for yourself. So when crisis in life happens, and I and I'm being honest about this, right? Like I was reminded the other day as we kicked off yoga teacher training, why we practice yoga, we watched this movie called Yoga Unveiled. And I watch it every single freaking year. We do teacher training. I've been watching it a couple of years because the first time I've done teacher training in two years. And the words just hit me. And it's like, we don't practice. And I'm, I'm just going to say practice. And it can be yoga. It can be anything, whatever you practice, right? And you know what your habits and rituals are. And the you is the people that you, the, those of you listening. 
we practice not for health. We practice to prepare ourselves. Mm, yeah. Right? It, that sounds weird to say, but like, and I'm just going to come back to my own example. I practice yoga. I've eaten very healthy. I mean, I've been very good to my body and my body just this year and three years just didn't want to be good back to me. Right. So if we're practicing because we think, oh, I'm going to be the super healthy person, wrong answer. We're practicing for the moments that we need to lean in and trust. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, Colleen talks about her somatic work and breath work and the yin and the massage and all journaling and whatever for you, it could be going for runs and riding on the Peloton and um, taking long naps and reading, but whatever your practice looks like, that's, and I, I'm saying practice, but I'm just going to say self-care practices look like your routines, your rituals for you that ground you, that keep you here. And if you don't have them, I will tell you it's science. Like we all need something in our life to keep us. So find some, <laughs> find some yeah. for yourself. I'm not going to tell you what they are, what they should be. But it takes time too. It's not like you just start one day and then like in a month, you're like, oh, I've got it all figured out. Here I am. I mean, I've been doing this for 20 something years. And this idea of trust really only came to me last year when I just stopped worrying about, is anybody going to sign up? Where am I going to meet new people from? Like that future tripping, worrying that doesn't serve you in the moment and actually gets in your way of being open to what's actually happening in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Colleen, thanks for spending so much time with me this month. Yes, I've enjoyed our time together. Um, enjoy your transition back to Virginia. Yeah? Yes, I Every am. single moment of it, even from loading the U-Hauls or however you guys are moving yourself over here. I don't know which process is. I'm just making stuff up right now. So don't take those to dr the drive, take in the scenery, you know, let your eyes be like wide open to the newness as you guys hit Virginia. Like it's going to probably look all new to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. New and familiar all at the same time. Yeah. So, and I can't wait to see you um, and say, welcome back. Thanks for being here with me. Thanks for always being by my side and for being such a beautiful grounding force and for sharing your wisdom with the world. Thanks, Marsha. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, you know the drill. Go be magic. <laughs>